0: Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Vikas Agrawal. I am the founder of AIF and PMS Experts India. As some of you might be aware, that we at AIF and PMS Experts India keep organizing this show called Ask the Expert, wherein we invite industry experts and we try and read their mind, understand how has been their journey so far in terms of investing, and we also deep dive in terms of how how what sort of investment philosophy which is followed by them. So with me I have Mr. Shitij Mahajan and. Mr. Gurmeet Chadda from Complete Circle Wealth Solution and uh, uh, gentlemen, first of all, thank you so much for accepting uh, my request and taking the time out from your busy schedule and joining in. Um, We have many investors and the requests keep coming to us and they want to know more about how has been your journey so far in terms of investing. So today we're going to have detailed discussion in terms of how do you invest. So before that, uh, I'll just take a second to introduce uh, Chitish. So Chitish brings about more than two decades of experience in terms of uh, equity investing. In fact, before starting Complete Circle, he used to work very closely with Mr. Ramdeogarwal at Motila Loswal. And has he was instrumental in terms of, you know, uh, shaping up their businesses, AMC businesses uh, across the verticals. And, uh, uh, you know, he has been, Uh, investing in equity markets for himself and he's managing clients also at Complete Circle. And they bring about more than seven years of journey uh, in terms of managing clients' money. We also have Mr. Gurmeet Chadda. He has worked with large organization again, brings more than two decades of experience. He has worked with organization like City before where he was heading entire north as an investment counselor. Then he also had a background of equity research. He's featured on various channels like CNBC, his view, views are, are perceived very, very nicely and welcomed by most of the investor community as a, as a whole. So we thought why not today we'll invite them and read their mind and understand what's happening in and around the economy. So I'll come to the outlook of the equity market a uh, little later. But today uh, that's not the first thing that I'm going to take this time. What we're going to do is to deep dive. Uh, and understand that since you've started your own PMS for the first time so let me congratulate both of you for starting your own PMS and uh, you know it's it's a it's a, I, I would say that it's a great move that after 7 years of journey that you've you managing your clients money you've started your own own PMS so my first question to you Gurmeet let me begin with you uh, so what made you to uh, start your PMS it's like coming on the other side of the table
1: sure I think one instrumental force is sitting next to you, Mr. Mahajan, you know, so we we have been uh, into asset management in large part of our career, uh, me working with Reliance, which is on Nippon and Shitaj, as you mentioned, with Nippon and, and Motilalo as well. I think what we realize over this seven-year journey in complete circle is that money management and wealth management are inseparable and the way, uh, you know, the client needs are converging, the way the, he needs equity solutions, uh, you know, if you have more control. Uh, in terms of what you're going to offer, and link it to his goals, you know, it, it, it creates a big difference. And we also thought that, you know, we are at a cusp of a uh, you know, huge uh, digital explosion in this country, right? Uh, not a sensitive thing to say, but COVID has probably expedited the digital adoption by two, three years more. I think if you see various, I mean, uh, Data Shitij can talk as we you know progress in the conversation, uh, we probably are seeing, uh, you know, a huge transformation happening around us, whether it is related to, you know, 1.3 billion people enrolled in Aadhaar, whether it is number of smartphone users, the way we are adopting. You know, I listened to management commentary today. Mr. Chandra was there, uh, you know, live talking about how India can fill in the global supply chain and can lead this, you know, digital rebalancing. You know, I was so if you speak to industry leaders, you speak to, you know, we have clients who are. Uh, you know in in senior roles as promoters uh, we are seeing a transformation happening and this is a very silent transformation which is happening and uh, so we we do distribute third-party products and we do other offerings and we have utmost respect for for most fund managers Uh, but we thought that there's some gap in capturing this digital India story you know which is which is playing out uh, you know uh, as we as we speak so basically we thought that uh, you know let's let's you know structure something around it it's a big commitment in terms of resources in terms of you know time you have to spend and so we have been preparing for it it didn't happen uh, last three years we have been preparing for it uh, covid disruption led us to believe that this is getting pushed uh, much earlier and uh, also i think there's a lot of you know misconception on digital people think every new age company is a digital disruption people are not differentiating disruption with with wealth creation right there's two separate things a company may disrupt but may not create wealth we've seen so many examples so it was important to channelize all of this together and so one thing is you know yes we are digitally progressing can i capture that in my wealth creation journey right and i think that's the gap we we yeah, we yeah, intend yeah, to yeah because for us digital does not just mean startup digital means you know every company which is thinking digital at the At the heart of it and as the conversation progress we will we will discuss that so
0: the strategy name that you've chosen is called digital compounder if i'm not wrong so so can you take us through uh, what sort of investment philosophy that you all follow if at all you follow if there is anything which is well defined or or it is flexible i mean either ways
1: sure so i will i will define digital compounders and investment philosophy because shithij was actually the brainchild in terms of getting that philosophy uh, and linking it to the India story see uh, the word can be confusing right as I said digital compounder is not just technology companies or startups. Digital compounder is you know anybody whom we think is at ahead of the curve in adopting technology it's doing innovation led capex and across the value change uh, chain the thought process is that can I do something to ha- enhance you know returns to all stakeholders? So for us, it could be a technology company. It could be an insurance company which is adopting digitally. It could be an auto company which is doing an EV or or ethanol migration. It could be a CDMO company which is doing forward backward integration, uh, innovating new molecules, uh, making India the pharmacy outsourcing of the world. It could be companies which are let's say leading the semiconductor revolution in India or taking advantage of PLI in India. So the heart of this is that I expand the pie. I think digital in every chain, you know, of my uh, of my value process and how can I enhance, you know, stakeholder returns. For us, that is a that is a digital compounder Then there are a host of examples we'll talk investment philosophy. I'll, I'll ask my friend.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Shithi, if you can take us through your uh, the how do you basically select the stocks? What our investor wants to know is how do you select stocks? How do you define your universe? Something very beautifully put by Gurmeet about. Uh, uh what is digital compounder and how we started
2: this entire initiative and uh, you know i will i keep picking his brains whatever we we design or define and when it comes to investment philosophy we thought what can be an investment philosophy for the digital india then we came down and zero down on digital india the investment philosophy is india only so we started india i as we start is the india opportunity in various companies who are actually what he mentioned is adopting their uh, and, or integrating their entire back-end to front-end with digital uh, theme. <coughs> Second, the spend on the R&D for these companies in their future span of in, in past couple of years has I been, mean, share has gone to the technology side. Third important point, uh, various government initiatives which is pushing uh, many of these sectors, whether it's uh, PLI initiatives, uh, uh, green energy or PLI initiatives on ethanol. So I'm saying all those companies are coming into account. So we'll be having uh, uh, in the entire universe. Uh, let's say there are five and a half, six thousand companies which are listed. Right. So we'll be having those companies which will which will have input or catalyst as your digital theme or as a technology output can be any solution. It can be a food tech, it can be a insure tech, it can be biotech, it can be a financial tech, or any other edutech, any solution. So this is not a technology technology per companies. In fact, uh, as we progress, we can actually define that. The overall allocation to what tech stocks is only 26%. But the way we have come down to this zero down on this portfolio, it's very beautiful. So i is that, n is the numbers. So interestingly, in one of the interviews, I, I saw him mentioning that top line, which, you know, so sales growth and earning growth is important. And we also go by that. If a company is not having sales growth and earning growth, then how the company will progress. But uh, I can, I can submit it like that top line is vanity, bottom line is sanity, but uh, bank cash in bank is a true reality. If you don't have uh, companies earning cash flows, then it uh, doesn't make sense to deploy in those companies, as you mentioned, which are burning cash. So we want to see the cash in the bank. That's what we want to do. So as we, as we want to zero down numbers for those companies, which will have, a visible next three years so visible means that, that what we can predict that visible next three years earning growth of in excess of 17 18 mm-hmm. percent and uh, uh, return on equity of 17 18 percent that's what we are looking at having said that over at overall portfolio level the total roe next three years looks like close to about 21. Uh, uh, i'll share the number and data points with you and uh, uh, numbers uh, one more important part of the numbers is that what we are looking at at our portfolio level is that we will like to go a little diversified in our portfolio because this is our first strategy and that's why we will like to bucket uh, uh, the stock which we are buying. From D, the Digital India theme which is actually uh, propelling in a big way. He mentioned 135 Athar cards, 135 crore Aadhar cards which are linked to your jam trinity which is Jandan account, athar card and mobile trinity. We, we have seen how government is able to transfer uh, do the transfer of subsidies to various accounts. Then number of uh, uh, Mobile phone users in the country almost uh, now 50 crore people are using internet. Now number of mobile phone on a daily basis is going up, and it is it is not only increasing the reach of mobile penetration but also uh, giving access to many of young Indians because this is a young India. 60 crore of more people are less than 40 years of age. To to vast opportunity which is opening up. So that's another point which is which we will focus on from our side. Then the next I which is INDI. Which is this is the most important part is of integrity, as we all know. And you know, in our previous iftar also, we have seen that in India, the biggest problem on a corporate India is of the integrity. So there is no, not even a second thought about it that we will not go or look into any company where there's a one single question mark is there on the integrity of the management or the way they have managed the financials in the in the past. Uh, at a half, at a company level also, and at a group level also, there are various checks and balances which we are keeping. And uh, we are putting in a lot of efforts from our side. There is a team on research, uh, which is placed to last almost one year now. Although, as you said, PMS Reapson has been recently launched, but every day there is a work which is going on. So, we see So, So, integrity is the paramount feature of our strategy. And we are very clear uh, uh, that we will try to go less wrong. So, accidents are a part of our journey, but all I'm saying is that we will we'll try to go less wrong. And the last is acute risk. That's what we are doing. Risk management on client transaction side, whether uh, software side or the various processes which we are bringing in is is something which we are working very, very aggressively. And we are looking at those companies also which are working on their risk management side of the portfolio. So this is the overall strategy as we as we speak. Uh, India and uh, uh, I feel that this young India which, which, which is which is Z plus uh, Millennials, a combo of that, which is more than 60-65 crore, is passed to do well in coming time. And technology is helping not only uh, the edutech side of the game, which we have seen in Covid time, most of the people were doing their classes online, but it has helped overall infrastructure also. Uh, in this capex plan, which is of 6.7 lakh crore, which government has announced in the last budget, uh, you know, data centers have also been made as a part of the capex. So when we say capex, you know, it, infra Nowadays, is a smart infra. It's not infra. It can't be doable without a technology. So, uh, I, I'm i sure that people must be noticing that we are using these words strongly again and again. The reason is that, nowadays, you need to understand that any sector which is imbibing the change fast is actually surviving and thriving. So, someone who's moving in first, having the advantage of all. So, examples. example, I think uh, Gurmeet is a better person to take examples in yeah. various companies, but this is what we are looking at. Uh, a very well-diversified well portfolio which will focus on India as a strategy and which will focus on India as a growth story.
0: Great. So, the subsequent question uh, with regards to your uh, strategies. So, in our Dalal Street, when you say digital, it is perceived as companies like Zomato, companies like Paytm. You know, so can you, uh, so with the kind of filters that you're talking about, are these companies fit into your universe or you are looking at debt-free companies, cash, as one of the com- major components. So how do you look at that? Can you define this for the benefit of our investors and viewers?
2: So when we look mm-hmm. at, when we say the digital companies, uh, these companies are a part of digital India. This, these are a part of digital portfolio, not a part of my universe. Because uh, as a as a house, we are very clear, tomorrow down the line, if these companies will start making returns, uh, then if, if other factors keep are right, we'll be having these companies as a part of our universe, not part of portfolio. But right now they're burning cash. I want those businesses which are where I can see a visible earning numbers or let's say, uh, uh, cash flows coming in. I don't want to invest into any company or don't buy into any company, which is promising me five years down the line that I will start generating cash. And everybody talks about that because of their reach, because of their number of subscribers, they have a lot of people and database. Database, uh, you know, they are a, they are already good listed companies. I can take example of Domino's, you know, uh, that it has a five crore downloads. So which has a, a big database, if so something has to be done, these companies can also do that. What can stop HDFC Bank or SBA Bank tomorrow uh, to work on these databases? So I'm saying database is something which you can generate or buy also. So that's uh, that's not something which I will look into. Tomorrow, don't, and, and and again, I'm not against these new uh, ventures and the, they, are, they are doing well. I myself use most of these software companies, uh, which what you're talking about. But having said that as a part of portfolio, I'm their customer, but I don't want them to be a part of my uh, customer's portfolio unless and until they start generating really yeah. cash for me and when i say digital that doesn't mean the technology side again i'm saying my input is on the technology side and it can be it can be a, a let's say biotech solution to uh to various companies sugar industry plants it can be a insurance solution because in india only one people are buying insurance online in us the average number is limited well now look at the dmat revolution what has happened every day we are opening one like demand account from 4 crore demand accounts, we have moved to 9 crore demand accounts in just a span of two years. Who would have thought this thing? So many, many times people think that next generation, I'm saying uh, because UB Gurmeet were not having that type of access in our times. Internet was slow. There were many things, but few we were not there. This generation is very smart. So they they are actually doing their homework well. And I'm saying they are not here for a short run. They know, they study well. And I'm very of our young India because I see a very promising India coming.
0: Sure. So uh, Gurmeet, uh, if you can give us some examples of uh, you know what sort of companies that you're looking at in the portfolio a and b also can talk about how this digital transformation taking place in india
1: sure so i'll i'll add that with a disclaimer it sure. it is for illustration and Absolutely. and not not, yeah. not a stock advisory uh, so so i'll give you an example uh, let's pick up the big daddy which is reliance highest weighted stock in the index and if you remember about 2012 13 85% ebit was oil and gas the traditional energy business what we call is the petchem uh, business if you see last quarter numbers 50% ebit is the new age business which is geo retail. In, in last one year uh, he's okay. Uh, mr mani has done a capex of more than 1.1 lakh crore he's acquired 12 companies uh, only in clean energy space you know cutting edge technology companies uh, uh, storage companies battery makers he's coming up with four giga factories He's trying to do a Geo in energy, right? this is what, so he, he did a lot of capex between 2013 to seventeen, And if you see, moment the revenue makes change, not only have the revenues gone up, uh, geo had a gross margin of 50% last quarter. The stock has also, the market cap has also gone up 3 to 4x once the mix changed and the pie changed. Look at somebody like, uh, uh, you know, a, a traditional power company, like let's say Tata Power. Okay? Traditional power company, uh, it's into transmission, distribution, generation, has coal mines, uh, a technology guy takes over three years back. And now they are working on one of the largest solar EPC uh, panel makers. They have a huge order book, I think 12-13,000 crores as per last quarter, if I'm not wrong. They are the market leader in EV charging, uh, for almost 40% plus market share, tying up with OMCs, TVS, Apollo. And it, suddenly you have you know global majors like BlackRock, Investing in a renewable business, the stock price probably market cap is up four or five x, and you have peers which haven't done well. If you look at other power companies, you know, sure. uh, they haven't done well. Now, if you look at, for example, somebody like an ICICI Bank, to me, it's a technology transform. Eighty-six percent loans are, or PL are being disbursed online. Online, seventy percent car loans are being disbursed online. Mortgage loans—they are, uh, you know, who would have thought? If you see their Insta Business app, you know that's one of the best banking apps you know uh, yes. I've seen in a in a long, long while. Uh, Shitish was talking about you know biotechnology. I mean, look at the, the government is mixing uh, ethanol now with petrol. To, to me, anybody who's making ethanol, it's called a 2G ethanol, now, which you can make from any kind of grain. Uh, to me, that's a that's a digital compounder. So. Coming to autos, you know the sector degrew in last three years. Uh, there was BS six transition cost went up, the insurance cost went up. Uh, then you had commodity prices, up, you had chip shortage. Uh, most say, most companies degrew. So Hero Motor Corp, let's say two thousand sixteen used to be three thousand bucks, and it's still languishing, five years down the line. But you have certain uh, you know auto ancillaries uh, who's grown their top line by two x. as somebody like let's say Binda Industries only used to make horns and switches. Right. Today it's making battery management solutions, mm-hmm. airbags, alloy wheels, electronic parts, infotainment systems. Right? Just expanded the pie. So point we are trying to make is that, um, you know, shitin made that point on DMAT accounts being opened. I remember you used to take one week to open an online trading account, give security deposit. And you had somebody like CDSL, you you know, it, now if you go to this new age, uh, the da or Upstock, you, know, you can just open an account in a, in a click of a mouse. and they are coming up with EKYC, they are doing E-Voting. Uh, you know, it's, it's basically a tech company, 66% market. So you do 100 rupees revenue, you make 66%, 66 bucks as as an asset-light model. To me, that's a digital compound. So what we are trying to say is that companies which are participating in EVs, companies which are doing innovation, uh, Led Capex. It, it could be CDMO, which is contract research on manufacturing services, which is a pharma outsourcing opportunity. Company into biotechnology, which is making India, you know, showcase its its ability there in clean energy. Companies who are uh, using technology in energy. Uh, we discussed uh, some of the power companies. All of that qualifies as a digital compounder. So uh, what we have seen is that they are getting differentiated from the pack. So not only is the revenue mix increasing, their top line is going their margin profile is improving because technology is bringing in efficiency and that is having a material impact. So our thought process is, can we identify 25, 30 good businesses uh, which over the next four or five years can multiply their top line by two to three times and can their margins also expand along with? and get us that perfect you know, operating leverage which we are uh, looking at. Stock market journey is lumpy. So when you do CapEx, things may not reflect. And that capex, as I said, has to be value-driven capex, right? If somebody, a steel companies, just putting up capex in a down cycle, doesn't mean that that's a value-added capex. So we will differentiate that and uh, then hope that if I get the inputs right in terms of top line becoming 2 to 3x, margins going up, I'm sure the market eventually will reward you in terms of, you know, it getting reflected in the market cap. So, so as long as I get my inputs right, I think output would be a byproduct
0: maybe last two questions on my side one for you gurmit and one for shetit before we conclude the call so you know there was a time when people used to look at iet solution as like how many jobs that it can reduce you know it was a substitute nowadays this digitalization which is which is which is the way it is transforming organization they are looking at how do we expand digitally how can we add more revenue uh, to the table now there are there are there are there are statements like uh, this is very good dialogue also in one of the movies. He said that, I have a lot of money in Bangla. I have a lot So he says, I have a lot But this time he is saying that I have a digital transformation. I have a fintech. I have a lot of money in fintech. I have a lot of money in fintech. I have So my question to you is, uh, Gurmeet, when I see these uh, companies, what Chitish rightly mentioned, that company like Bajaj which has now more than 2000 people working on developing the fintech two question here one companies which are growing fast companies like byju's but they are not listed how are you going to capture that growth story in your pms number one and number two is which are the sectors you think because you are you're not sector biased you know you're you're looking at across the spectrum then which are the sectors which are going to be the biggest beneficiary of the whole digitalization in India.
1: I yeah. think it's a very good question. And I think she's mentioned on Bajaj Finance topic. No. Everybody talks about Bajaj Finance as an NBFC. I always say Bajaj Finance is a consumption stock. Right. It's a consumption stock in the financials, right? It's a consumer tech stock in the financial. People say Bajaj Finance has become, you know, given 40-50% Nobody says that EPS has grown 36-37% for last 11 years. Nobody says they have been adding assets quarter on quarter. 30 40 percent for us so Mm -hmm. you know as I always say input determines your your output and if you if you look at the inputs in Bajaj they do 34 different lending lines right they have a huge they're they're spending somebody told me today the largest user for Amazon cloud services in India is Bajaj Finance Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, we are not making this a Bajaj Mm -hmm. Finance case study but you know so I was I was just giving you input so I think coming to that I think so as far as new age companies are, uh, you know, the, by mandate we can't invest in unlisted space. We like some unlisted ideas, not that we don't like. Uh, I'm, you know, being a sports ent- enthusiast, I like some of the some of the sports uh, franchises also because to me that also at some point of time will get digitally involved the way you know the game is progressing, right? Uh, so, so we will la- try and see that in case there is one. So we've made hundred unicorns, right? Uh, uh, and and I think that's a that's a phenomenal. It's a phenomenal number. We are trying to look at, you know, in that ecosystem, which are the listed beneficiaries there. So we'll try and capture uh, some of it. Um, so coming to, so for example, as I said, you NSE know, ideally is, you know, 90% trading happening. But a proxy to NSE today could be CDSL, could be anything which is, you know, playing the equity cult in terms of adding those, you know, one lakh demat accounts and growing equity culture. A proxy to mutual fund. Look at LIC, 75 lakh applications. You know, so 8% people in India who could invest in India, Right. And this is just a, you know, this is just a beginning in my view. I think, we, I think we have long legs coming to sectors. Uh, regard, but as I said, uh, you know, as I said, I am more into uh, bottom job. I, I'm more looking at, you know, the output. But there are few themes which are clearly standing out. You know, I think the biggest theme standing out right now is the energy transformation of India. I think our energy mix is changing and it's changing very fast. It will happen much faster than most of us think it will. I remember there were jokes around Tesla a couple of years back that Tesla only sells these cars and, and you know, others sell twice. Look at what it has done last yeah. so, so I think the adoption of clean energy uh, and it is for our survival. It is not just for business returns. I think it's for survival. It will be much, much faster. So we want to play the energy basket. I don't know what will be the hydrogen, solar, EV, ethanol mix right now i try and capture the best layer in that and hope that, you know, I get some of it right so to make that change. The second clean change, as I said, is India becoming a manufacturing hub. And this is, and I say it's a digital manufacturing hub. I think the the combination of PLI, combination of smart cities, digital infrastructure, as per various estimates, and as per Niti Ayog, it can add about a $500 billion opportunity in manufacturing. Uh, PLI has been in 13 different sectors. I remember because five years, seven years back, India was just a labor arbitrage destination. We used to only do assembly, right? And, and then today you are doing original design manufacturing. actually. So you are actually making components, right? And the big brands are just putting their in. I think that's a sea change. You're seeing that in mobile phones, seeing that in consumer appliances, seeing that in, in so many. Uh, Maruti is making all the engines for Toyota for example, right? So it's happening across. It's not limited to just the electronics. So that's, that to me is a, is a big one. Financialization of saving, I, I echo what Svetchit said. I think you will possibly have 30, 35 crore demand accounts in the next three, four years. Right? There will be ups and downs in market. That's, that's part and parcel. Right? But I think this is steady. The mix of equity, uh, in the overall savings will, in my view, keep, people going up. And I think there are, you can play it through banks. You can play it through lending. You can play it through depositories. You can play it through RTAs. You can play it through various uh, various sources. And one last thing, which I think uh, is, is I speak to a lot of promoters after some 12 years and seeing some optimism. There are talks of capex. Either they are doing capex or they are thinking of doing capex. There is an optimism around uh, inorganic acquisitions. Just just see the number of capex announcements and. In pharma, in, in steel, in, in cement, in across sectors. I think, in fact, what is happening now is that even sectors which were in downturn were investing. So, look at travel, look at hotels. In the bad COVID period, they were investing in that If you now see the Indian hotel model, it's one part of our portfolio, you would be surprised how asset light Indian hotels has become. What did they do digitally to make the hotel? Uh, you know, uh, relevant. If you see a um, lot of companies who got very badly affected, you know, because of COVID, because of lockdown, was, you know, uh, look at, for example, Jubilant Foodworks, take an example, 50% of the orders happen on their own. They have the best data analytics, right? So their bargaining power and take rate with the and the sweeties is much lesser. And they're getting into different cuisines. They suddenly shifted from dine-in to takeaway. You know, a large part of it, of Domino's, was also dying. And the way they expanded, the way they, you know, organized all of that, during world War, to me, that, that's remarkable, right? So restaurants were suffering. This was one QSR, which actually, uh, you know, did, did, who would have thought you would eat pizzas and there's fear around the world, right? So I think what, what you need to look at is, is that how these companies are changing. Look at companies which are really adding capacities. And I think these are the four, five broad themes, sure. you know, we would like to play, but as I said, completely bottom
0: up. All right. So next question to Shitij, and then we'll conclude the uh, session here. So Shitij, my last question to you is, uh, so how are you shaping up uh, this PMS piece in your organization? Can you also tell us something about your team that you're building up or the investment team, if you can talk to us about that? So- I would like to
2: take you all back almost 20 years when me and Gurmeet actually started uh, this program. Uh, both of us are coming from a cement background. He was with ACC Cement and I was with athletic cement and that's how. And as a part of cement team, you need to visit plant for various trainings and uh, various formats of cement was coming out at that time and we used to visit plants. And when we, you know, when, when we actually look back, when we decided that we should have our own organization uh, which will be launching PMS. Rather than uh, 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 going with the normal structure of various companies, there are very few players who are actually working like a manufacturing house. Uh, in manufacturing, when I say a single plant or any plant, you have thousand two thousand people in sales you have hundred two hundred people because manufacturing job manufacture job is to manufacture product yeah. and then there are people who can sell that product. So we decided that we will be we when you when you launch your own PMS, you become a manufacturer of a financial product. At that time, we decided that we will have more and more people people on the research side uh, rather than on the sales side. And that's how we, almost a year back, when we have not even applied for a license, we had uh, two research analysts. We uh, have Namit, who's a part, who's a head of research for us. Who has joined us from Bloomberg? She was anchor and uh, researcher there. She has And then Pragya has joined from CNBC. A couple of more guys are there in their mm-hmm. period. They'll be joining us. We have taken access to Bloomberg software, uh, which which many people think uh, it, it gives only Bloomberg report, but it's a Zomato of Research House. It gives you all and every kind of report. So so I'm saying that uh, uh, we, we have taken everything we have kept in place for almost now 10 months and I'm very happy that 30th month we got a license. But everything in terms of stock selection process, what we have to form, various risk management formats, uh, 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 various data points which we want to look at, We've been doing for last ten months, and this will keep on increasing. So next time you'll have uh, our colleagues talking to you uh, in this discussion, because end of the day we are very clear. Uh, this it's it it can't be it can't be one man driven uh, you know process which will lead to uh, the stock selection of fund management as a as a house it's an, investment committee. it's an investment committee as a house we want to have an investment committee in place and that's what mm-hmm. is now now in place more and more people will join in we are talking to many industry veterans uh, uh, that's, that's what i you know i think uh, uh pointed out that we should have a good uh, advisory board also mm-hmm. and i'll be very soon sharing with you in a month or two what all people will be a part of advisory board because we want to reduce uh, the chances of going wrong. We will go wrong, and I'm being honest with you, but the, we, we want to reduce those chances of going wrong. We want someone to keep on watching us at all, given point in time. And that's why metrics, various risk parameters are in place, compliance uh, on a very strong note. We have taken ICSC as our uh, depository partner. So everything which we are doing from our side, the idea is to have a very, very robust system in place so that uh, we should focus on what we are here for. And that's uh, to look for businesses which can digitally compound, return and wealth for our clients. Sure.
0: So, thank you so much. Uh, It was a pleasure interacting with both of you guys. 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 And uh, thank you so much for taking the time out again and joining this conversation. Thank you. you. Uh, you. It was great interacting with both of them. I wish them good luck for their new journey of PMS Digital Compounder. All the very best, guys. Thank Thank you. you Thank you.